0: john what's up john <laughs>
1: good I'm, I'm i'm great i was not expecting you to start the intro so i was inhaling
0: i didn't know if you were still busy playing with yourself over there
1: <laughs> I, I was listening to the beeps so i was i was working my way up for it how are you doing
0: good same i've been doing for the last four hours peachy i like it what are we talking about today
1: Oh, we're talking about a bunch of stuff that only half the people in the, the country like. I'm going to
0: guess we're in the half.
1: We're definitely in the half. But before we talk about that stuff, let's dive into social media.
0: Turn your camera on. God damn it. <laughs> All
1: right. I'm moving the microphone with me. But social medias, make sure we are liking, subscribing, commenting, reviewing, Telling us we suck, telling us that you like us, giving us ideas on what you want us to talk about, whatever it is. But you can tell us on Instagram at the underscore blue collar underscore syndicate, Facebook, the blue collar syndicate podcast, TikTok blue collar syndicate pod. You know what I was thinking? We should reach out to the people that have the original blue collar syndicate and tell them we want that shit because putting those underscores kind of make it a pain in the butt.
0: Yeah, I could play with it and like... Change it around a little bit and see if it if I can get something with a little less underscores no it's not a problem we just, just have to see what we can do, but like you said, I could always dm them but when I looked, they hadn't posted anything for like five fucking years so oh hmm I wish you could just like report m- it so they could uh, cancel like, it? M- yeah mess well yeah message like meta Instagram or whatever and say, hey, I want to use this name this account's been dead clearly for years mm-hmm. like. They should have a process where they can just like email whoever registered that account, say, hey, if you don't get on and respond... We're you have gonna, f- you we're, 30 days. Yeah, we're going to close this out in 30, 60, 90-something. Yeah. That's what sucks about Meta and Instagram and all that shit. There's no one to get a hold of. No. It's fucking miserable. They need to fix that in a platform to get a lot better. Because I've seen... like, I've had fake reviews on a business page, and that guy just spammed my business page to the point I deleted it. Mm-hmm. Like, he just... He actually got mad because I booted him out of uh, the camper group I have on Facebook. And then he went, found my business page and left like a bunch of reviews and I've never dealt with the guy. He's just mad because I kicked him out of the camper group. Keyboard warrior. For real. (laughs) And it got to the point, I just deleted my business page because of course, then all of a sudden my business page came up with like 10 one star reviews.
1: Yeah, from somebody that's never even done business with you. Yeah,
0: and I messaged Meta or Facebook, or whatever, like a hundred times. Reported it all. You, you can never get a hold of a real person. Nothing. And I know another guy who had a business Instagram. Somebody hacked his Instagram, was using it to try to peddle Bitcoin. Then hacked his Facebook and was using pictures of his kids. Oh. Sending pictures of his kids to people, and he can't get it taken down or banned.
1: No, well, I mean, at, at the same point, if you're going to put it on social media, it becomes free free content for anybody. Anybody in the world can
0: use it. Oh yeah, I mean, I I understand the risks, but no. it's still annoying when, like, we banded together the Hotshot community. We had like 50 guys. We were reporting the page every day, saying it was a stolen account, it was hacked. He's pretending to be someone, and you just never get a hold of no one. Hmm. He waited like a year and just created a new one, but it, he had that page for like five years. Interesting. So it just it's just annoying because it's like, dude, you're a big enough company, you should have some kind of system in place for that.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah they don't. But for those that don't want to type it, take the effort to type in the blue underscore, you know, the underscore shit. If you go to the show notes and the see more option, everything is going to be right below the description of today's episode with clickable links. So you don't even have to type it in. You just fucking find out which which platform you want to go on and just use your finger and it'll take you there.
0: If you type in Blue Collar Syndicate. There's only like four things that should pop up, and we're one of those four.
1: Yep. So, and it's the exact same picture of the album icon that you were looking at right now while you were listening to this,
0: with the name Blue Collar Syndicate. Because yep. there is a guy who's using our picture, but has his
1: real maybe his real name. His name is Redneck Something. Yeah. Because he followed me on Instagram, and I followed him back just to see what his his profile was, and it was like four or five pictures, all from this year. But he looked like a a depressed alcoholic.
0: Yeah, like dude, if if you're trying to support, that's great, but using our pictures, your main picture's not cool. Throw a post, tag us, do something like that. Well, uh, but I'm not uh, a big well, think fan of about you. It like
1: this. People that love like actors or musicians, they put their albums on as their profile picture, but at the same time we don't I guess it it would be what the way his page was, you know, it would be different. Now if it was like shooting guns and riding Harleys and fun shit, then it would probably be a different story but i reported it <laughs> i know you did i did too <laughs> but i'm i i did not want to it,
0: it, it to me if you're going to do it you, the bare minimum is you could at least tag and give the credit yeah but you didn't even do that so yeah, that's true if you're going to do it at least give us
1: did he find your personal per- instagram he only he found mine i don't know oh. if he did i didn't follow him
0: i probably blocked him and reported him
1: <laughs> What a what a nice guy yeah <laughs> but um to get into the topic, since we are the half of the people that enjoy this stuff, pew, 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 bang, bang, skeet, skeet, get us some
0: Tannerite. Pew, pew, life. Yeah. That's a great Instagram page. That guy is a wizard. Do I you ever follow, follow? No. Dude, this guy can I, like.
1: I, I trimmed it down my stuff so much to where I'm, like we were talking earlier, Graham Allen is about to get the boot off of my Instagram page. Yeah, he got
0: it. He got it already for me again. No, uh, he can do like. Like, he'll set a bullet on the end of his pistol and flip it, catch it, shoot it. That guy can hit anything at any point in time. He's just a wizard. Hmm. He's very entertaining to watch. Interesting. He does some reviews and stuff, too. But anyway, yeah, guys, uh, this was a subject that was actually recommended to kind of talk about um, gun stuff, gun laws, how we feel about things, opinions, maybe some facts. Granted, we are not a fact-based show, but I did do about... Uh, Half a day of research Pulled a bunch of stats I took two pages of notes here um, Yeah
1: We are we are not the news We are opinion based But we also do Do a little bit of research Depending on said topic
0: Yeah And this is also a topic That's really hard to do research Because there's a lot of diff- Different numbers So I was trying to pull numbers From places like The FBI's official website Or other government official ones Yeah I, Grime- I saw the CDC Did a lot of research as well stats Yeah on it. CDC also says I need to get vaccinated But <laughs> Now, like I said, though, I mean, we all know people have feelings about government. I don't know how much we can trust their numbers, but I felt like it was better than pulling numbers from some from news CNN article someone wrote somewhere, you know. So yeah. I just went with the most official-sounding, you know, government websites I could find. And uh, it was a little depressing, some of what I found, to be honest. Yeah. But this was brought up to us mainly because they just did some – uh good old second amendment whitewashing in Illinois where they did the, uh,
1: it was in Chicago, wasn't it? Or was it just the state of Illinois? It was on a state
0: level. Okay. And they do that because of the problems in Chicago. Yeah. And this is kind of, there's there's problems there. Oh, you would never know. Mm -mm. (laughs) No, this is a subject. I think it's a good one because I think if you're a blue collar person, you know, if you're working construction, you know, Walmart, whatever, there's a lot of people like to go hunting. A lot of people like to shoot for hobbies. Um, some people are just collectors. You know, we all like to go to Bass Pro and go in the gun room and look at all the cool stuff. And it, it was a good idea. Cause I think it is relative to the, the uh, group of people we like to talk to, which is like-minded people. And mm-hmm. the people were kind of underrepresented and forgotten about. Um, when you, you hear a lot of people saying like, you get two picture, or you get a few pictures when someone says gun owner, right? You get, like, a police officer. You get some crazy prepper, hoarder, psycho dude. Some moonshiner in the woods. Yeah. Or you might get somebody who's at a gun range doing, like, fast shooting competitions. Keanu Reeves status. Yep. Or, I mean, you get, people get all kinds of images when you say that. And I think the image that doesn't come to mind, which is probably the most prevalent one, is just... Joe Blow, who likes to go shoot clay pigeons with his shotgun with a couple of his buddies every,
1: the guy that's standing literally right behind you in Walmart.
0: Yeah, there's a uh, there's nothing like I don't know how to say this. There's nothing like uh, cliche about being a gun owner. No, gun owners come from all walks of life, and that's because in our country we have a Second Amendment, and I'm one of those people, I believe everyone should practice it. I tell every lady I meet, you should have a concealed carry. Um, I'm a big advocate of that. I'm not even an advocate of having to have a license to do it, which is cool, because we have a lot of states doing constitutional carry now. So that's pretty cool. But is Colorado one? No. no, oh. <laughs> It is not. Um, but depending on what county you're in, Colorado, like in Weld County, we have a guy who's really on top of issuing the permits and getting through stuff. There's other counties where they really drag their feet. He's very proactive in it. He's very proactive, very supportive. In fact, they raised, when I got mine, it was like $100 for the permit fee. And then he came out and as sheriff, he got the fee reduced because he said money should never be an issue when it comes to protecting yourself or your family. So he got the fee reduced from like $105 to a $50 flat fee. Really? Yeah.
1: Is that a locked in price or is that just while he's here?
0: Uh, I mean, it's locked in in Weld County for Yeah. sure. okay. Um, I don't see why he'd go anywhere. I've,
1: I've tried, I've wanted to get mine for so long. When I lived in Texas, I, I, I was, I was literally on my way to the place for my concealed carry. But on the interstate, there was a, there was traffic and an accident. So my GPS went from, you're going to be on time to you're going to be 20 minutes late to you're going to be 30 minutes late. Uh And I called them like, I'm in traffic. Is there a way I'm still going to be able to make it They're like No, unless you're going to be here, you know, like a minute or two late you'll be fine. But if you're going to be here longer, you know, more than five, don't show up. I'm like, well, fuck. God damn it.
0: Yeah. Well, now I'm pretty sure Texas is a constitutional carry state. So you don't even need a license. Well, I don't to, live there anymore. Albert. <laughs> hey, I've always half joked that laws are just recommendations. The second amendment is the end all be all. It's a suggestion. <laughs> That's a, a half joke. Laws are laws guys. Don't break them. But the, the idea of needing a license is a little bit annoying to me, Mm -hmm. but I'm also, I've been accused of being a little liberal because I don't have issues with some, some gun laws. Like I think, like I've said before, you don't want your crackhead neighbor having a fucking anti-air missile in his backyard. Um, some people are straight up, no regulation, no limit, no nothing, just fucking have at it. And I would support that if everybody was as responsible as most people I know, but I do know quite a few irresponsible people.
1: That is very true. Yes.
0: So, I mean, if you could convince me, everyone was going to be mentally stable and not stupid. Yeah, I would definitely support it, but I'm not a big fan. Um,
1: so, I mean, what are we supposed to use to shoot down all the weather balloons?
0: (laughs) Well, Biden takes care of that apparently, but, I was wondering how many rednecks across the country were shooting at that motherfucker. <laughs> I know it was like 60,000 feet up, but you can't tell me some people didn't try. <laughs> <laughs> we
1: went to an AVs game last weekend, and the mascot was hanging over the opponent's glass, you know, antagonizing him. And as a prop, he had a balloon with fake satellite, you know, wings on it, and it said, not spying <laughs> oh
0: that is hilarious i'm so glad there's actually people poking fun too. oh yeah I, like, I saw another article making
1: know. a joke saying um military military might have spent you know whatever a missile cost on just a hobbyist balloon i
0: believe it was like 480 something thousand dollars for one yeah it's a lot um <clears throat>
1: yeah i'll show you the i'll show you the picture here while you while you chit chat
0: Yeah, so this all came about, like I said, I got a phone call from someone who listens and they thought we should talk about it. And like I said, I agreed. I feel like a lot of us like to shoot and enjoy ourselves. (laughs) That's hilarious. That's awesome. (laughs) Um, And this is coming up a lot because, I mean, if you even remotely follow gun laws, you know these things are just getting, it's kind of death by a thousand cuts. And there's a lot of conspiracies about how far they want to take it, what direction they're going to take it. And to the people who are severely anti-gun, I'd like to point out a few opinions of my own. Our country, you're allowed to be anti-gun, anti-whatever, freedom of speech, all that because of our country. Our country, like if you think it's the military standing around and preventing everyone from marching in on us, I think you're sorely mistaken. Now granted, our military is great at what they do, but I think a lot of countries you know, that don't like us look at it and go, well, we'd have to deal with the military and then we have to deal with their unofficial military.
1: Well, yeah, you have the military then you have the police force and then I'm you ha- no, and then you have the people that just then have guns. Then you
0: have 100 million rednecks that own 300 million guns. <laughs> That's what I see. There was actually a comedian that did a joke about it. It was like I ain't worried about no one invading us. If, uh, if that happened, you know, down in Florida, by the time the National Guard show up, you just see a bunch of empty shotgun shells and Bud Light cans and Rednecks be screaming, we got them, boys. <laughs> but that's, that's a half truth. It's a joke, but it's a truth. If you're like some big country who doesn't like us for multitude of reasons, like I said, you, you have to look that you'd have to deal with our military. You'd have to deal with our police forces, our National Guard, our uh, m- militias for whichever one still exists. But then you're going to have to deal with a lot of people who are just not going to take it. Yeah. And a lot of people who are well armed. And I mean, I think that's just one thing that some of these super anti-gun people don't think about. Like if you took all our guns away and 300 million people had to rely on 5 million people protecting us, it wouldn't be hard for a big country just to throw bodies at the problem until they could take us over. Mm-hmm. So a, a
1: quick number, cause I Googled it. Guns per capita 2023. According to a small arms survey in 2017, the United States had a population size around um, three million two hundred. I'm sorry, three hundred twenty-six million four hundred seventy-four thousand people. There were about three hundred and ninety-three million firearms <laughs> in the United States, meaning that there were far more guns than there are people. So, like your to your point, if you can make your way through the military, and then through the police, you then have to worry about another th- almost four million, four hundred million guns and out of those three hundred and thirty million, there's Yeah, out of out of those three hundred and thirty million people, they're they're not gonna wait for them to get past the military. They're gonna go join the military.
0: Well here's the thing too, is it's not only I mean but i seen one that broke it down a little further. the same, basically the same numbers you talked about, but they were saying out of 330 million people, only like 100 million of us own guns. Yeah. So 100 million of us have three or more guns, almost four guns
1: per oh, yeah. person. Yeah, this is just saying people in the, in the States versus guns, not, you know, yeah. guns But wh- what
0: I was re- going to get to is like, you remember that movie, Secondhand Lines? Nope. It's a great movie. Just watched it last night. Um, There's a part where they have a line in a cornfield and they think it's attacking the kid, but it's really just loving on the kid. Um, but previous, the guy gets in a fight with some dudes at a store. So the, he brings the dudes to his house to cook them dinner. Cause they've buried the hatchet and they're old guys and they beat up these young guys. So they bring the young guys to, you know, teach them old, an old man lesson, I guess. But when they think the lion is eating the kid, like 15 people run in the house and they all run out with guns. And it, there's only two guys that live in this house. And I was joking to Haley. I was like, that'd be every rednecks house in the event of an invasion, because we probably have enough guns to arm everybody in this country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's funny, but true. Um, no, I think it's, uh, I just, I like to point out to those people, like, you can't, it, you could can break it down to like re- dealing with police. Why I tell everyone they should have a gun in the house? At least one. Mm-hmm. Cause there's no police force in this country that has a response time that exceeds 1340 feet per second. So everybody should have some kind of firearm in their house um they've even come out with new firearms not my thing but i would even say if if for some reason you're so anti-firearm you should invest but they have these things where they shoot um high-powered pepper balls oh yeah i've seen those yeah yeah, um
1: yeah yeah i've seen them
0: it's like you should if for some reason you can't bring yourself to shoot hot lead at someone you should at least have those
1: yeah because it's a co2 compressed Pistol, Yeah. And it's got, you know, just hard rubber balls as defense. They have the, like you're saying, the pepper balls and shit like that.
0: Well, and there's been plenty of stories. We don't hear about them enough, but there's been stories where, um, like when they were going crazy with protests a few years ago, there was someone's car in Denver who got surrounded. And he didn't have a firearm, but he had one of those guns. And he did shoot a high-powered pepper ball at the guy that was smashing his fucking window open. And that dispersed the whole crowd and he sped off with him. He had him and his wife and two kids with him. Mm-hmm. So it's like, granted that protesters was lucky it wasn't me because it wouldn't have been a pepper ball. But even that is like, it's a great tool to have with you. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it 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 falls
1: back to the saying everyone says, it's better to have it and not need it.
0: Well, it's fire extinguishers.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: yeah. But no, and that's what I tell people all the time. And especially these days, you see these videos of like, women getting kidnapped at grocery stores. Like it was a priority for me to get my wife to get a concealed permit. Mm -hmm. Um, because it's like, once again, I'd rather you have it and not need it. And, uh, this world's just getting so crazy. Even if it's not with like crazy kidnappings, you know, you, I've had, when I worked in Denver, I've had homeless people throw bikes at my pickup truck in the middle of an intersection and shit. Throw what? Like their bike, their bicycle. (laughs) Like take a bike. I don't know. Cause I don't like, Fucking trucks driving through their fucking town. I don't know. They're homeless people. They're crazy. <laughs> okay. But I don't want to fucking have someone have to call my mom or my mom, yeah, my mom or my wife and say, "Hey, your husband's in the hospital because he got attacked by a fucking deranged homeless man who tried to eat his face after snorting a bunch of bath salts." Yeah.
1: Like yeah, those those few years ago was very scary. Worth protesting everywhere, shutting down highways. You know, just people swarming cars and individuals like. I'm surprised that there was no more Kyle Rittenhouse things.
0: I'm very surprised there wasn't more of those.
1: Where, you know, I'm trying to defend myself. I am in a life situation defending my family, and there's 17 people trying to attack me.
0: Yeah. The the Kyle Rittenhouse thing was, it was a turning point in this country. I was very happy they didn't convict him. Yes. But I do see the argument that when you choose to go to a thing and wave around a rifle, you might be antagonizing some people. And I'm not saying by any means, I think the confusion was people like me, I looked at that situation and said, eh, you shouldn't have been there, but I agree with you shooting those people.
1: Well, so, I mean, I I, I agree, but but he's also doing, you know, a community service, you know, just like driving down to South Denver to do a food drive or something like that. Here's the thing.
0: I don't agree with that. I think he was a, go back to when you were 16. Okay. I want to look tough. Okay. I'm going to go be part of this thing that was my problem and I, but i'm not saying him being immature negates his right to protect himself yep. i agree 100% with him shooting those people 150% with him shooting those people that he did shoot yeah but when, I, when you say i like do that. think he went down there to fucking puff his chest and be cool and be part of the club because he wasn't protecting his business or his house he just went with a group of people so it's like
1: he, there wasn't he didn't go there to help friends or he just he, a group of people who were did. there he did
0: He did, but I feel like it's like the equivalent of going to a party at someone's house you don't like because all your friends are going. Like, he didn't have to be there. No one called him and said, hey, bro, I need your help. Come here. He's like, these people are going. I'm going with them. I'm going to be part of this club.
1: But That's also just opinion, though. So we don't, I mean.
0: It it pretty much came out. You know, I'm not saying he went there to do bad things. I don't think he went there with the intention. I think he just went there because it was – the cool thing to do and you could justify the cool thing to do by saying we're helping these local businesses. It's kind of like, um, for example, it's like going to a food drive because you have to do community service. <laughs> You're going to do a good thing because you have to do it.
1: You don't have to do it. I'm, I'm saying well, if I, you I, have,
0: if you have court order community service, so you have to do I,
1: it. I've gone to food drive just, just because.
0: Yeah. But there's a big difference between a food drive and a protest. Yeah. So I think he could have went. He could have went with no gun and done the same accomplishment. And then he'd be. He could be the one that's dead. Well, he probably wouldn't have been getting chased if he didn't have a gun. You never know. No, you don't. Infinite, in, infinite
1: universes no, and possibilities.
0: It, I would have a complete different opinion if he pulled a pistol out from his waistband and shot those guys. But when you go with a gun that you purposely go with a gun, you know you can't conceal, and you know everyone is going to be looking at you holding it.
1: But look at the age difference. You, at the age he is, he's not allowed to own a, a pistol.
0: He's allowed to own one. He just can't buy one. You can own a pistol.
1: Yeah, I thought you had to be over 21. He just can't buy one. Okay, well, that, that I didn't know. No, I thought you had to be over t- you, the age of 21.
0: I could give my son a pistol. I did not know that. Yeah. There's a difference between giving and buying. Big differences. But anyway, I'm just saying, like, I have no qualms with him shooting those guys. I'm happy he shot those guys. Those guys were fucking shitbags anyway. I'm happy that it got caught on camera and it was proven... Basically, you fuck around, you find out. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I'm happy that happened. I'm just saying it's kind of like you're happy you won the fight when you decided to go to the party, but you could have stayed home, played video games, not gotten a fight, period. And when you go to a protest with a rifle that you can't conceal, you're doing that because you want people to see you have a rifle. He wasn't concealing it. He wasn't trying to hide it. He was holding it up the whole time. And I'm not even saying it was against his right to do so. I'm just saying, you poked the bear, the bear chased you. I'm still glad you shot the bear. <laughs> I'm still super glad you shot the bear. I'm just saying, I, I would also have a very different opinion if it was like his dad's hardware store that it happened at. Yeah. Because he'd have a direct correlation, you know. The, it,
1: yeah, a, a bigger reason.
0: Yeah, a direct correlation. But this was a, I, I, I firmly feel it was want to go be a part of this thing. And part of this thing came with a risk. It wasn't, he didn't go there with zero risk and get jumped. That's all I'm saying. But it's neither here or there. We're not debating Kyle Rittenhouse. At the end of the day, we both agree. He should have shot those people. He did. And good job. Yeah. Star for you. And I'm glad he didn't get convicted. And I'm glad he's trying to work on the things he's trying to work on now where he's trying to get, um, he's suing networks. Yeah. And he's trying to create class action lawsuits because he's a hundred percent right. People mm. were calling him a murderer before he was ever convicted. That's slander. Yep. So I'm I'm really glad he's doing those things. He
1: should go after LeBron James.
0: I, absolutely, I think he should. But uh, anyways, guns. anyways, yeah, <laughs> anyways, I'm just saying it would have been cooler to see Albert on that news because Albert would have just been minding his business driving his hotshot truck through when the protesters tried to murder him. Yeah. It would be a different story because Albert was just doing his job. And that's part of why I carry almost everywhere I go is the same reason. We've seen in California, they killed a trucker for driving down the highway. Just wrong plays, a long time. We've seen it more than once. Um, We've seen truckers get beat to death. We've seen them light their semi-trailers on fire as they're trying to drive through. We've We've seen one video of a FedEx driver who was very smart and did not stop. This is my biggest problem with all them truckers. Is I ain't stopping. I was in uh, Chicago when the Derek Chauvin verdict came down, and I've talked about it before. I told my wife, I was like, "This is kind of funny, but not funny. But I'm definitely in the. R- I'm also in the wrong part of Chicago. Like I'm, I am the minority in this case, and people aren't going to care what I have to think or say about it. Mm-hmm. They're just going to see a white guy in the wrong place at the wrong time. And I will tell you, my twenty thousand pound truck and trailer are not stopping for nobody if they get in front of me. And we seen that with that FedEx guy and he ended up dragging, he hurt like three protesters and killed one kid. And it kind of got hushed down, but I think it should have got just as much media attention as everything else because that guy was on the phone, like crying with 911 saying, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And he was like, I'm just going to keep driving. They're going to kill me. And it's either kill or be killed. Yeah. At that point. Granted, I wish he would have had a pistol and just started shooting back. Yeah. (laughs) But that's just me. Um, anyway, gun laws, Albert, gun laws, Gun laws. that's what we're trying to focus on amongst our opinions. So some of the gun laws that were like, yeah, we're here in Colorado, right? So even though we have a government that does a lot of things we don't agree with, we do have, in my opinion, decent to tolerable gun laws. We have some that are pushing past what I think is reasonable. You know, we've had that magazine ban that we all remember from 2013, 2014, which mm-hmm. pulled Magpul out of our state, which Magpul was a huge employer here, and they did not care about anyone's jobs. They just cared about their agenda to push a magazine ban. So Mag- Magpul, I believe they moved to Texas.
1: Yeah, because the ban was a minimum of 10, correct?
0: Mm. I think it was 10. I know 30s were illegal. I think he, I think it was 15s or 10s.
1: I think, I think it was 10. 10 was the limit, because I was in West Virginia at the time, and this was even before... The law went into effect because there was a Cabela's right across the street from us, and we wanted to go over there and buy some guns. Obviously, because we knew this law was coming, and in their system, Cabela's would not sell us a gun because it was already registered with you know a twenty or thirty round magazine in it. Like, right? but one, we're not in Colorado. Two, the law isn't in effect. And three, why can't you just take out the thirty round magazine and put a, a ten in it for us?
0: Well, and the thing that's stupid about that law is Colorado's law, you can actually still have one. You just had to purchase it prior to 2013. Yeah. But so if you bought one in 2000, one day before that law went into effect, it's 100% legal. Oh, yeah. That's why there was a big bum rush when it happened.
1: Yeah, and the, the, the thing was Cabela's, it was, their system was pro, their the way they had their system. To me, made. it's more
0: disturbing that they had a system to know yeah. that. Well, yeah, because that's disturbing disturbing, they their it's AR-15
1: on. made by fucking dps dpms dpms whatever or already had it in their filing system registered that it came with a 30 round magazine yeah. they couldn't fix that like but why one the, like i said the law wasn't even in effect yet
0: i would talk about is this none of your problem yeah you can't prove i'm going back to colorado with it and if i do that's my problem because they don't come arrest you they arrest me
1: yeah but at, at the same time when you show them the id you can't because it's like when I still lived in Colorado, I tried buying a rifle in Texas at a gun show. And one guy wouldn't sell to me because I was not a bordering state, but I went to another gun dealer, another gun, sh- an actual shop and I bought a fucking rifle.
0: Yeah. Well, and some of those laws are missing. Those are, the, this is where I do and don't have a problem with it. Like I said, to me, it's disturbing that Cabela's has any kind of system. Yeah. The only system they should have is to what validate is. your ID yeah. and where the gun came from. And that's probably it, in my opinion. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, it to me that that shit gets disturbing, but I understand it too because of what the point I made earlier about not everyone is even half responsible with a firearm. Not even, some people are have zero responsibility with a firearm. So, like I said, just the problem is, how do you know your neighbor's a crackhead? Mm-hmm. Like, how does a gun store know a guy's a crackhead and not just a fucking twitchy weirdo? <laughs> you know what I mean? And and it's like, who who do you side with? Do you take away rights from John, who's doing nothing wrong, to prevent the crackhead? Or mm-hmm. not? Because that's the logic our government's taking, but I think it's obviously clearly shown it doesn't work. Um, but here in Colorado, you know, we have the magazine ban, which I'm not a fan of. Um, we also have red flag laws, which are a mess in their own, which I don't, yeah, I
1: don't agree with that.
0: Yeah. So most of you should know, but a red flag law is where a neighbor, a friend, a brother, a sibling, a significant other can decide you're unstable, A random stranger. Yeah. Anybody can decide you're a threat. And the prior to having a court date, you can have your firearms taken away from you. Mm-hmm. And I see the intent, but I think this goes against, um,
1: it's it's trying to like what you're saying. It's trying to like get the guns away from like your neighbor crackhead. Yeah. Because the cops don't know who everybody is, but sometimes you might be able to know who your neighbor is, so you can be able to take that gun from the from your crackhead neighbor. But at the same time, that red flag law can be abused to exactly me not liking Albert because he had a road rage incident and he's now unfit in my mind, so he mm. needs his guns taken away. Well,
0: and it's also been like some sheriffs have pointed out, it could be used to create an ambush on police. Why you is know? that? Well, we've already seen it where in other states, you know, gang members and crazy people call the cops, say, oh my God, someone's been shot, someone's been stabbed, whatever. The police department sends six guys, they kick in the door and there's three guys in there oh, with rifles waiting to shoot them.
1: Saying Bob next door is a crackhead and you need to come take his guns away. Little do we know there's 12 people there waiting for the cops to There assured.
0: is 12 crackheads there, but they're waiting now. Yeah. They know it's coming. Gotcha. So that that is a potential issue. And what I think it is, is it's an issue where our society is getting, we're offsetting our risk-reward metrics. Um, I know as a gun owner, I am putting myself at risk by wanting to be able to carry a gun because that means the guy across the uh, road from me can carry a gun and maybe me and him have a problem. And that could potentially be an issue for me. You just walk out there with your
1: glove, slap them to I'll see you <laughs> high noon in the middle of the street, and we will settle this like men.
0: Well, once again, if we could all prove that people are willing to settle shit with fists, then maybe I would see less of a need to carry a gun everywhere I go. Just build
1: <laughs> fucking 10 foot high fence and say, we have a, a combat area, and loser walks away, and score settled.
0: Yeah, that'd be great. Not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> once again, you got to get 300 and what did it say? 326 million people to all agree those 326 million people can't know about it. Well, no, they all have to agree. That's my problem. Fuck them people. Like I said, if we all agreed nobody ever was going to use anything but a fist to settle a problem, I wouldn't feel the need to carry a gun. Guns everywhere. aren't
1: legal in London and well, England, but they got a, there was a fucking massive knife stabbing one day.
0: I know, but like I said, until I see 326 million people agree they're only ever going to use their fists... Then I won't see a need to carry a gun everywhere. I'm not saying I see a need to give my guns away. I'm just saying I won't see a need to carry one everywhere. You might have
1: better odds winning the lotto.
0: I will, 100%. (laughs) Because there's going to be some dingling who wants to hit me with a skateboard or stab me with a knife or fucking throw a rock at my head. Oh, he just won the lotto. Get him! In the end of the day, I always tell people, too, because they're like, blah, 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 fight, 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 and I'm like, I don't know how to fight. That's why I carry a gun. Anyways, um, back to Colorado. So we have the red flag laws. We see the issues in that. But here we do have castle doctrine, which is a good thing. What is that? That means crackhead breaks in your house, you get to shoot him. I thought that was the okay. That's castle doctrine in your castle, your domain. I, okay, I didn't it's know. Also that. known as make my day law. Okay, that's how I knew it was. It's officially a castle doctrine. A lot of states have them; some don't. Um, but I believe in New Jersey, you are required to attempt to evade before you're allowed to use deadly force. So castle doctrine doesn't only apply to guns. If crackhead breaks in your house, you can beat him to death with a bat or a two-by-four. It's, it's the use of deadly force. But there are states um, that require you to retreat before you're allowed to use deadly force. So if you're in your house, you hear a bunch of going on downstairs. If you run downstairs and see a crackhead and he's got a fucking bazooka in his hand, you have to prove you tried to run away before you shot him.
1: Uh, I was leading up to
0: that question: Is how do you, how do you prove something like that? That's the problem with these laws. But it goes to offsetting risk reward. The people who are against these castle doctrine laws are the people who say, um, like we had that issue in Boulder a few years ago, where a drunk college student went into the wrong house and got shot by the homeowner. Yeah. No ill intent. She was just shit faced drunk and literally walked into the wrong house. She walked into the house next to the one she's supposed to be in. Then that, the poor girl got shot. But the guy didn't get in trouble. But people are saying, this is why we need to get rid of castle doctrine laws. Because that guy could have just left his house. That 19-year-old girl wouldn't be... I don't know if she died. But let's say she did die. That girl wouldn't be dead because she just got a little too drunk.
1: And, I mean, at the same time, when it comes to a situation like that, it is only now a one-person-sided story. So, if some drunk person comes into your house, thinking that they are in their house, they now see someone as an intruder in their eye.
0: Yeah. Well, in her case... I believe she opened the door to the master bedroom and the dude had heard her and grabbed a gun out of his nightstand. And as soon as she opened the door, he just pulled the trigger.
1: Oh, okay. it
0: wasn't even like crazy. Like I could see your situation too. Like you're so drunk. You think you're in your house. You think someone else broke into your house. I'm sure yeah. it's happened. Yeah. But people want to use that one. Cause that's the easiest one to sympathize with. Simple 19 year old girl. She had no weapons. She had no ill intent, was shot in a dark, dark doorway. Guy didn't even know if it was a girl or a guy he shot.
1: Yeah. He didn't know who he it was. just saw
0: the outline and pulled the trigger. Yeah. Um, so, but people want to argue, like, that's why we should have retreat laws. And I'm like, for every one 19-year-old drunk girl who made an honest mistake, you're putting, you're giving an advantage to every actual home invader with bad intentions. Mm-hmm. And there's way more people invading homes than there are junk chicks going into the wrong house. Agreed. Once every 10 years.
1: And with that, make my day, or castle... Castle doctrine. Castle doctrine. There's still... Stipulations to it isn't, isn't it? You have to shoot them face to face. You can't shoot them in the back and you can't shoot them if there's proof of them retreating.
0: So I looked up the law and it's really long. So I didn't read through the whole thing. Okay. So I, I thought there was I read through a lot stipulations of similar to that. Um, I don't think there's a rule about shooting them in the back, but I do think there is some things about um, if they're exiting your dorm, your dromatory. Like, if they're crawling back out a window, you can't shoot them in the ass. Well, that,
1: that's what, uh, like, yeah, shooting yeah. them in the back would be a form, like, the cops and the jury and the lawyers and everyone can make it look like their face, their body, you know, I was, the way their body's laying is facing the doorway that they came in, and the exit wound is out their chest. So, yeah. that says that you shot them in the back as they were as they were trying to escape and yeah. flee.
0: So, I could see that being a problem, and that, maybe that's not clarified, and maybe that's why all these cases end up in court, because yeah. everyone knows you have to shoot someone you could shoot someone on Kyle Rittenhouse' status on video, clearly self-defense, no doubt about it, and mm-hmm. you're still going to end up in a trial. And maybe that's what these other people on the other side of the the courtroom are arguing is like, if people left and people this and I mean, I would argue, how do I know he's not running outside to holler at his friend and turn around and bring five guys in with him? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah it, it, there's, there's, every situation is different. In castle doctrine here, it, they have to be within your place of residence or business. Okay. So like if they're in my garage and I'm in my garage, I would be covered. If I'm in my house, if I'm in my truck, I'd be covered. If they're in my truck, like, I don't know, you know, they open the door and jump in, I would have the right to use deadly force. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't have the right to use deadly force if they were on the sidewalk and just run them over because they're on my, or, or if they're in your front yard in Colorado, I don't think you're actually covered under castle doctrine at that point. Okay. They have to be inside your, in some sort of enclosure. inside your dwelling, I think yeah. is what they call it. But there is other states where you are allowed to shoot. Castle doctrine covers your whole property, which I could also see as a fishy situation. Because how many teenagers go have a bonfire maybe where they shouldn't? Yeah. So I could see the arguments against that, and that's where. Just because I see them doesn't mean I think we should do something about it. But I think this is where we need to teach people risk reward. Like mm-hmm. I said, I know I'm risking something by being pro gun because that means I have to support my neighbor's right to have a gun, mm-hmm. which everyone, everyone other than me that doesn't have a gun is potentially a risk to me at some point in time, you know? So you have to, you have to be open to the risk reward issues. And I think that's where the society's going is we're trying to get rid of all risk, but you're also getting rid of all reward and I think people are too naive to understand you can't get rid of all risk. And this is the big problem with gun laws, period. And we all like to point it out. The only laws that gun laws affect are law abiding people. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys know this, but when a guy goes into a store and shoots the clerk, murder is illegal. He already broke the law. Do you think he gives a fuck about illegally obtaining a firearm? And just
1: off that, I mean, the mass shootings, how many people, how many of those shooters were already breaking the law to either obtain a gun or they were somewhere they weren't supposed well, to yeah, be. Well yeah,
0: but exactly. And that's what they always focus on. Oh, he bought a gun, he was underage, or he bought a gun and shouldn't have been able to, all these reasons. But I I always refer back to the smart ass remark that murder is illegal. Yeah. They already broke the law. What look at a mass shooter. Any mass shooter probably breaks fifty laws, you know, by taking a firearm maybe in a spot that's illegal to take one. However they obtain the firearm, you know, speeding to get there. shooting people they might already be on probation attempted murder probation they probably already broke at least 50 laws yeah you think one more is gonna stop them no the one more law you want to pass just affects albert who's not out here breaking the law every day just diminishes my ability to do what i want to do Mm -hmm. and i think that's the slippery slope issues we run into um In Colorado, you have to actually legally store your guns. You are legally required to make sure your kids can't just pick up a pistol off your kitchen table and shoot someone. Like, I could also see that being a slippery slope because some people keep a gun on their nightstand. And the Mm -hmm. argument against that is, oh, so you want me to get up, run across my house, put my combination into my safe all before the home intruder murders my family? Mm -hmm. That's the argument against that. So it's also a slippery slope because whose definition is safely stored? Is it too high the kid can't get it? Is it too low the kid can get it? Like, and I see the argument. I agree hundred percent. Like, you're gonna tell me I can't keep a gun on the nightstand because my kid could get it. So you're telling me if someone breaks into my house, I got to run all the way to my gun safe, put in my combination, open up my gun safe, load my firearms, then go try to protect my family. Meanwhile, he already murdered them all.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, meanwhile, well, I'm I'm dead on the floor because I didn't get the last digit
0: in. <laughs> exactly. Um, Colorado state law forbids gun registrations. So in Colorado, our state constitution forbids the state itself from ever maintaining a list that has, you know, John bought a, you know, nine nine millimeter Ruger at Bass Pro. They don't have that? Not legally. If they do, it's violating their own law. Oh, I did not know that. Okay. Yeah. This is one of the laws they're trying to change throughout a lot of states because a lot of states aren't allowed to keep gun registries. I do remember
1: that being a topic months ago towards the end of the year where people were throwing a fit that they wanted to have this giant list of all the guns that were, in, you know, who owned what gun.
0: Well, the problem is this also violates our right to maintain a militia because these aren't just to protect us against crackheads and home invaders. It's to uh, yeah. protect against tyranny. Yeah. Imagine six more Joe Bidens later and they're mandating John go chop his pecker off because it needs to be more inclusive of transgender people. No. <laughs> no. Exactly. But this is what I'm saying. People think about these laws today. They don't think about what they could lead to in the future. You create a gun registry today just because you want to know who all has a you know, pistol. Like You want to make sure that John has a pistol. That's cool. But we want to make sure that f- uh, Billy Bob over here doesn't have a pistol because he's a felon and if we don't know where that pistol is how do we know who owns it so i get the intent but they that's looking at today they're not looking at tomorrow when they go um joe biden says hey all these people who refuse my vaccine um the ones that have guns all these ones with guns go take them away now yeah easy <laughs> Blew blow my eardrum yeah so that's what i'm saying is like they don't they don't see where that leads um see oh yeah mag is 15 or more 2023 they have a proposal to ban assault rifles now this is where shit is getting interesting interesting in our country because we've all seen the hilarious video clips of congress people trying to talk gun talk and they know nothing um,
1: my favorite one is who's the texas guy that's running for
0: governor Oh, uh, beta work. Yeah. Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15. Yeah, and then it's,
1: welcome to the Ross Fields, motherfucker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I've I've seen those videos where you have these people in Congress trying to say why we should take it, and they got, this is an AR-15. It shoots a 30-round magazine clip at 60 bullets per second. And people are like, where can I get one of those yeah. 60 rounds a second with that a 30
1: is- <laughs> round magazine
0: <laughs> <laughs> magazine clip? Yeah. <laughs> That's all one word. A 30 round magazine clip. <laughs> so it's hilarious. Um, but now they're getting smarter. They're trying to define assault rifle now because everyone always says what defines assault rifle. Cause my beer bottle turns into an assault beer bottle. Once I hit John in the head with it.
1: And we've, we've said it before AR AR 15 stands for Armalite yeah. rifle, not assault rifle.
0: Yeah. Well, so they quit saying AR now they're saying assault rifle. And now they're trying to define assault rifles so they can ban them. So now they realize we have to define it before we can ban it. Mm-hmm. Um, because everyone can simply say, this isn't an assault rifle. It's never assaulted anyone. Mm-hmm. So they realize they can't. It's not going to fly. There's going to be too many semantics. So they're trying to reduce the semantics and define it.
1: They're trying to create um, future wins in the courthouse exactly. by being able to... It's you know It's what you can prove in court. It's yep. what terminology is actually being used. So yeah, like you said, they need to be able to have an, an actual de- definition of what an assu- assault rifle is.
0: Then they can ban it.
1: So that way, when it comes to court time, when another Kyle Rittenhouse happens, he used an illegal assault rifle.
0: Or I'd, Albert won't take the vaccine, go take his guns away. And I say, you can't take my assault rifle. It's not an assault rifle. It's just a rifle. It yep. doesn't assault. Yep. <laughs> it's a storage rifle. It's, it's a storage a, rifle. It's a lost in a boat accident rifle. Anyway, <laughs> but here is what they're proposing. So granted, like I said, I did this research a few weeks ago, guys. So some of this stuff is changing rapidly. Um, I haven't done any research today, but the, as of a few weeks ago, the proposal here is define the rifle as a rifle with a detachable mag and one of the following pistol grip folding stock or a stock that shortens length flash suppressor. So s- semi-automatic weapons? That is part of some other assault weapon bans that they're trying to ban. Like I wasn't clear on the Illinois one if it would ban like a 1911 pistol because it had some shit in there about rapid firing and semi-automatic. So I wasn't quite clear. And I think they're still hashing it out because it just passed in Illinois. Mm-hmm. But in Colorado, that's what they're, they're copying some of that law. So if you have an AR-15, I'm confused on what detachable magazines means does that mean if it has a literally a magazine you pull out and it's now an assault rifle but i think the way they phrase it is it has to have that detachable magazine which they all do unless you're using something that uh, like a shotgun yeah like a shotgun or what's that rifle where you load the rounds in the back of the buttstock and it feeds through the buttstock what i can't remember that gun. i have no idea anyway i'm not a big gun nerd guys i just like what i have and i'm a budget gun guy <laughs> I like stuff that shoots and goes straight and can protect myself. And detonates Tannerite. Tannerite is fun. But, um, so anyway, let's say you have an AR-15, a typical normal one we all know. Magazine comes in and out. So it now has a detachable mag. It's not, a, it's not an assault rifle yet. It's just an AR-15 at that point. They can't ban it. But if you put a pistol grip on there, it's now an assault rifle. It can be banned. If it has a folding stock or any kind of stock that shortens length. So a lot of us have sliding stocks mm-hmm. where you can adjust it back or forward a couple inches, or some people have stocks that fold over to the side so you can shoot with two hands and not have it rested against your shoulder. Mm-hmm. That would make it an assault rifle and they would now be banned. Um, or a flash suppressor.
1: So I don't, I don't remember how you read it, but is that a combination of all those yeah. or are those? So if
0: it has the detachable magazine and one of the things I listed it's an assault rifle at okay. that point that's what defines an assault rifle so if you have a plain jane ar no pistol grip fixed stock no suppressor it's fine but as soon as you put a one of those three a pistol grip or a sliding stock or folding stock it's now an assault rifle it's no longer just an ar15 it's an assault rifle which would be banned under w- the assault rifle ban
1: okay you might have to inform me what do they consider a flash or suppressor
0: anything that suppresses the flash it's going to be, I already know where you're going, and that could go into a court, and it's going to be a semantic game. Is that an oil filter? Is that an official suppressor? Is that a water bottle? Well, yeah, that's what I was curious. End?
1: Like an actual suppressor where it reduces the, the noise of it, or just like a, d- a different style I think, tip of your rifle? I think rifle? they're
0: trying to get anything that doesn't leave the end of the barrel naked. So if you have a, uh, obviously, a, just a suppressor or a silencer, clearly going to get you banned. Yeah. If you have a muzzle brake, I think they're going to...
1: That's the word I was trying to get, muzzle break. I
0: think they're going to call that suppressing the flash because it changes how the flash comes. I think that's where they're going with it.
1: Hmm, okay. Well, yeah, then it does turn to semantics because you are not suppressing it, you are altering it.
0: mm Mm-hmm. And then that's going to be the next thing. Yeah. Let's define a flash suppressor. It's going to be any device that bolts to the end of a barrel. So unless your barrel is completely just the end of the barrel, no threads, no nothing. There was also some stuff about banning anything with threaded barrels on the end. Um, so yeah, I mean, like I said, that's all a slippery slope because when you throw in pistol grip, what defines a pistol grip? Pistols don't have grips. <laughs> that's my point. Um, like this is a,
1: this is a a forward arm grip for my it's a rifle stabilizer
0: exactly. But then you're just gonna. What do you think's more likely? They're gonna say, "Oh, okay, John, I'll let you go." Or guess we're banning those too.
1: I'll just change the name. I identify as a safety buck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's where that's some of the laws they're suppressing here, and like I said, slippery slope. And what it would do, what they're trying to do is, if you already own it you would still be allowed to own it. Now what some states are doing is they're throwing in that clause. Like if, it's, if you own it prior to this law going into effect, you can keep it. But you have to register it. Now we're, yeah, now, now we're going back to that registry. Now we're going back to the registry problems. Um, and this is what they're saying is like their backdoor because registries are against the constitution. So they're saying, well, it's not a gun registry. It's an assault rifle registry. And chances are, if you own an assault rifle, you probably own one or two other things. Mm-hmm. So it's like. But what
1: is an assault rifle? It's still a gun.
0: Well, they're trying to define it now. So I'm telling you, it's going to be anything with a clip, a detachable Pistol magazine. grip, yep. folding stock or shortened length, and a flash suppressor. So they're trying to make their definitions so they can progress their agenda, mm-hmm. which is going to be a problem for all of us because, like I said, it's, it creates a de facto gun registry. Because they're saying, oh, no, you don't have to register firearms. You only have to register assault rifles, which are defined as what we talked about. But like I said, anybody knows if you have a AR, chances are you probably got a 12 gauge. You probably have a pistol or a revolver, most mm-hmm. likely. So they're just going to look at their list and go, yeah, anyone who has an assault rifle has a weapon and probably a few more. <laughs> so now we have our de facto gun registry. Um. And then the other thing... Gun, yeah, because guns are like potato chips. Yeah. You don't have just one. Exactly. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much. Um in Colorado I don't think they were talking about making you register them if you already own them, okay. but it would prevent selling anything like that in the future.
1: Yeah, cuz I remember you sent me the link and like we like you said it was a it was a few weeks ago of doing this research and I read that link cuz they were looking to imitate Illinois' law but not to the same extent and it was yeah, you couldn't do it in the state, but obviously like if we went to Wyoming or Nebraska or, or any other state we are able to buy it there and bring it back into the state. You just can't sell it in the state of Colorado.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other things they've been talking about, let's see, waiting periods.
1: Okay. Sorry. I was, I was going to Google something and it hit me what I was going to do. <laughs> so I'm I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to listen.
0: All right. So they want to implement waiting periods, which the problem with that is it violates your second amendment because second amendment doesn't say, You can't own it unless you've waited two weeks or one week. But flip side of that, they're using those pull the heartstring things. They're trying to say, you know, um, if we had a few more days to check into, you know, crazy Bob before he went and shot up a mall, we could have got it done and prevented him from doing that.
1: Um, I'm going to call, I'm going to say bullshit on that because there has been school shootings and other incidents where people have told their parents, told, told, uh, faculty and they've talked to other authorities about people and they did literally nothing about it. Yep. So what makes that any different?
0: Ask the people trying to propose these laws. I don't agree with waiting periods. Some people would disagree. Some people, like I said, they don't want no gun laws period. I'm okay with background checks. So that's what I'm looking up because
1: i there's been that conversation. We need to have stricter background checks. We need to have background checks. Why are they allowed to have fully automatic weapons? Why is he allowed to have or not? We are.
0: The problem is the people who are arguing these things you're talking about. They don't even know what the fuck. That, that's what about. I'm trying to get. Yeah.
1: At. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling up a background check because they don't know what a background check exactly. is. Exactly. Um, fucking wikipedia but we are allowed to have suppressors we are allowed to have fully automatic rifles but it's just more paperwork more money and it's a a much much bigger process to go down and do you are allowed to do it but it's 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 a class three yeah it's a tax stamp you have to break into a nut it's more paperwork it's just an entire different world to go well, into. Well,
0: that's what I'm saying. So here, here's where I disagree. I disagree with the whole needing a class three and the tax stamp to do suppressors and fully automatics. Mm-hmm. But I am okay with our simple um, state-level background check. Your background check should include, are you a felon or are you not? Like an employment background check. It needs to be, in my opinion, that is acceptable. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is some people think, no. You should be able to walk in the store, pay your... and walk out. That's the end of the transaction. No, I I agree with the background check. I'm okay with the background checks. Yeah. Um, But people would argue against it with me, even though we're both pro-gun, people would argue, yeah, well, remember that slippery slope you were talking about? That's what background checks are going to. Background checks lead to waiting periods. Waiting periods lead to definitions. Definitions lead to gun bans. Yeah. And it's hard to argue with them when you see the progression of what's happened. I agree. I think you should be able to go buy full autos at Cabela's if you want. Yeah. I think this whole tax stamp and all this shit is stupid because I know I, I might be mistaken here, so don't swear on me guys, but I think in Texas, if you are a resident of Texas and it's a Texas made suppressor, you don't need a tax stamp to buy it.
1: I don't Yeah. I, I don't know the answer to that.
0: I thought someone told me that at some point.
1: Yeah. I, 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 I could be wrong,
0: but I could also see Texas totally doing that Yeah, because Texas is all about Texas. Um, no. So I, I, Some pro-gun people are very against background checks. I'm fine with it. Mm -hmm. Um, I also have nothing to hide, though, and I have no criminal history. I have heard from guys who are like, I got a felony when I was 18. I'm now 65. I haven't even got a speeding ticket since then, and I still can't have a gun. And I feel kind of conflicted about that.
1: I I do feel for them. Um, I do know, obviously, you're allowed to bring that to court and get it to go away. And I do think that they are a little too strict on it, because it's it's like the DUI thing. If you've had one, whether it's been ten years or fifty years, your second one is still your second one. They're they're gonna treat it as you have your first one was a month ago. Mm-hmm. So I agree with that though. Um,
0: <laughs> I'm a little conflicting person. Okay. The DUI thing, my problem is DUIs. You could kill my family. Yeah. So no. I have no problem with that. And if you didn't learn from your first one, you're stupid. What I what I where I, I feel with the felons is like. Um, imagine you're 16 you're out partying your buddy come picks you up it's a stolen car you both get picked up you get a felony right and because, you never even stole the car yeah because in some states they're going to convict both because because yeah Um, I'm okay with them not allowing ex-cons to have guns because I hope th- I feel like it's a tool to deflect you from becoming a convict in the first place But then again, I think how many people decided not to commit a crime because of future punishment? They're usually doing it because of the now Mm -hmm. situation. And I do feel bad for those guys. Like I've met guys that were like, yeah, I have a, I was a dumbass when I was 18. I'm fucking 67 years old now and I still can't vote and I still can't have a pistol. And I haven't even got so much as a speaking ticket. And I'm, so I'm on the verge of like, maybe there needs to be like a period of time but maybe it shouldn't be lifelong. Maybe if you get convicted of a felony, especially if it's a non-violent felony. Yeah. Maybe it's like once you serve your sentence, once you're all done with your court shit and your prison sentence probation or your probation role. or whatever, when it's all done, maybe like another 5 years, but I do feel bad when you've gone 60 years without committing a crime and you're still treated like a second-rate citizen. Yeah. I feel like that's dumb. I I yeah, I do agree with that. And I think I also but I also think the whole not being able to own a gun should only count if you're a violent it should not be about violent crimes. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't even be just felonies. It should be only violent ones. Um, so that one, like I said, it's something I'm okay with, but I could definitely see the arguments against it. Yep. And the arguments for it, I think kind of allude to what you were saying. How much more information do you need? Because like you said, we've had people blab that they were going to do it and then went and did it mm-hmm. and no one did nothing about it. So it's like how much of a more detailed background check is going to tell you anything.
1: Yeah. And I, like, I, so I have the back, a background right here pulled up in front of me. So here's a couple questions, you know, that you have to, you have to fill out this entire form for anyone that's listening that may, that might not have a gun that's never been through this process.
0: Or you think we need more, just listen yeah. to the things you want. They're probably already on this. Yeah.
1: So I'll read, I'll read a few of them and you can Google this because I did, you can yeah. find the form. Um, are you under indictment of any information in or in, oh, uh, it, are you under any indictment or information in any court for a felony or any other crime for which the judge could imprison you for more than one year? And these are yes or no questions. Are you a fugitive from justice? Have you ever been educated as a, a yeah, educated? I don't know, as a mental, de- mental defective or have you ever committed, been committed to a mental is- institution? Have you ever been discharged from the armed forces under dishonorable conditions? Have you ever renounced your United States citizenship? Have you are you an Ill, are you an alien illegally or unlawfully in the United States? So and then obviously your name, where you live, types of things like that. You put that's on a normal fucking job application. But those are just simple questions on every single. Um, Gun registration background check are you an alien who has been admitted to the United States under a non immigration visa think type type thing
0: yeah, well, that's what I'm saying, and this goes back to the whole most of these people who do bad things with guns, yeah, even if they get them legally because I always hear this like the mass shooter over here legally obtained these guns, he probably didn't, yeah because. The first law, the first law he broke was lying on this background check. You know, there's this question on there that says, "Are you addicted to any substances?" Um, all that type of stuff. So, chances are they like these things you think they're not checking for, they are checking for. Go do a background check. Like I've seen pretty cool stories where reporters were actually honest, like because they thought you could just walk into a gun store, buy a fucking full automatic assault rifle, and walk, and walk out. out. And they actually do the old school, believe it or not, old school reporting. Where I've seen these stories where like a CNN guy did it, I believe. He goes into a gun store and says, I want an automatic AK-47. That guy just laughs at him and says, we don't sell those for one, for two. I'm going to need to see a tax stamp and all kinds of stuff where I can even order you one. Mm -hmm. And he goes, oh. He goes, okay, well, I want to buy this pistol. He says, okay, here's background check. He goes, oh. And then like, so he ends up writing his story. He goes, it took me two days. Background check, form of ID. Because I thought this was like buying a gallon of milk. I thought people could just go in there and buy automatic AK-47s. No. It's like, yeah. The shit is a little, most of these people who want all these additional things don't realize the things that are already in place. Um, but then the debate gets in the gun community where I'm always like, it's a give a mile, take a mile thing. We got to, you got to figure out what to support, give them their inch, but we ha- somehow you have to give them their inch without letting them take a mile. And mm-hmm. that's always our problem as a country is we can't figure, we haven't been able to solve that puzzle yet. And it's unfortunate, but some few other statistics about just gun violence. So we can get close to an end here. Um, I went to OJJDP.gov and you know, the people act like guns are the most deadly thing. Some interesting facts. Um, 2020, there was 45,222 gun deaths. Um, 24,292 of those were suicide. So actually only less than 20,000 gun deaths in a year were actually homicide or assault or something related or accidental shootings Um, more than half were intentional people killing themselves you're never going to prevent that so what i love is you always see the cnn and all these places go there was they'll say things there was fifty thousand deaths last year due to guns and it gives you that shock feeling and most people think of gun violence as one person shooting another Mm -hmm. and then they that's where they end their quote they forget to say oh by the way more than half was suicide. You're not going to stop someone from killing themselves. That's what they're going to do. It just, yeah. Any
1: reporting, they're just leaving out the deets.
0: So yeah, like I said, let's get down to basics. So honestly, we're not talking about, you know, and granted, these are 2020 numbers. We're not talking about 45,000 murders. We're talking about less than 20,000. Yeah. Someone not being alive anymore. Yeah. 45,000 are just people that died by hot lead. Um, but more than half of those people did it to themselves. So you can't, in my opinion, you shouldn't even be counting those because if you want to kill yourself and you can't get a gun, you're just going to go swallow some pills. Like hang part. yourself, jump off a yeah. bridge. Guns shouldn't even be tied to those deaths. Yeah. So we're actually talking about less than 20,000 gun violent crimes. Um, and I wanted to find some deeper statistics, but I couldn't find any from a place I felt had a reliable, reliable, um, source. But I found some things that said uh, 70% of overall violent crimes are committed by white people. 26, uh, yeah, 26% are committed by black or African Americans, and the remaining is committed by other race. For one, I find that hard to be true, just because I feel like the cartel gang violence has got to be more than 4%. John's got a hole in his lip. <laughs> but if we're just breaking it down because this is what the news loves to do is a white versus black thing. Um, out of all the murders, black people commit over 51% of the murders. So, but they also make up the smallest group of people committing the crimes, but they commit more crimes. Mm-hmm. So you got a group of 10 com- people committing more violent crimes than a group of a thousand other people. And I think there's a lot of reasons why people think that is. And I'm not going to get into that on this episode cause we'll be going for another two hours. But what I will say is this goes back to one of those accountability things we always mentioned for different reasons. The black community needs to look at each other and do something like, obviously you don't want to hear what I think and you're not going to listen to me. But at some point in time, you got to wonder why if there's a hundred murders and a hundred murderers and 99 of them are black people, why is that? What can we do to fix that? And as the white community or the other community, whatever you want to call us, I'm sure there's little tweaks and things we can do to try to be better somehow, some way, but I don't see us solving the majority of the, the problem. But, what I was more, why I was going into those statistics and trying to break it down, I wasn't even get to to get to a white versus black thing. But of course, that's all they want to talk about is racism and blah blah blah. What I wanted to find out was how much of those, like nineteen thousand three hundred eighty four murders, were gang related. I don't care if it's a black gang, Mexican gang, cartel gang, Irish mafia. i was saying how much of it is literally because everybody wants to say everything's a Sandy Hook situation, everything's a you know we had the aurora movie theater shooter here Mm -hmm. everybody wants to act like that's what's going on and i'm like that makes up for less than one percent of these but i wanted to find proof and i couldn't but i really feel like like i said i wasn't even trying to get to a white versus black thing i was just saying how much of this is related to gangbangers thugs cartel mafias whatever all the guys that are already criminals that don't give a fuck about any gun law anybody's ever gonna pass yeah because i would career
1: criminals versus a one-time
0: i would bet that's 95% 95% or more Okay. the rest are probably lover quarrels and accidentals mm-hmm. you know so I'm just saying road like, rage incidents yeah, yeah. but I, that, I wanted to find that number but I couldn't so sorry guys so
1: what was the total number again
0: of deaths in 2020 deaths by gun 45,222
1: 45,000 okay I pulled up stats of just other deaths non gun related just oh, there to, you go
0: Just to put some shit into perspective, because that was the whole other side of my argument. Is everybody think guns are what kill everybody in this country? And sugar kills more people than guns.
1: Yeah, I didn't do sugar. So I have (laughs) have three different ones pulled up here. So this one is for traffic fatalities. This is 2021. 42,915 people died in 2021 just by traffic fatalities.
0: Ban assault cars.
1: Yep. What's an assault car? Um, Any car
0: with a detachable door handle.
1: Around... (laughs) Oh, this one doesn't. Okay. So I Googled this one. How many deaths are caused by drugs in the U S mm. around 107,500 people died in the twen- in the 12 month period ending August 31st of 2022 at a rate of 294 deaths per day. And that's yep. drugs. And we want to legalize
0: those, not ban them. Yeah.
1: <laughs> in 2022, an estimated 609,360 people will die of cancer in the United States.
0: Ban cancer.
1: Yeah. So I mean, just per- perspective type things.
0: Of so it's just a priority thing. Um, what these, what this country fails to mention is they want to solve every micro problem all at once, and so they're focused on these. Let's be honest, less than twenty thousand people that are murdered. Because I'm not going to even acknowledge suicide should count as gun violence. Hmm. Um. But everybody wants to solve these problems. Meanwhile, we have, you know, hundreds of thousand people dying every year from drugs. And instead of focusing on, it's like anything. Um, Let's say you go home and your camper is dirty and you need to do laundry and you need to clean your car. You're not going to fucking do all that at once. You're going to prioritize like, well, I need to go to work tomorrow. So I need clean clothes to wear. So let me go start a load of laundry and well, clean my pickup out
1: so I have something clean to drive to work.
0: Well, I was going to say, and then maybe you go, and then I'm going to clean the house up and then I'm going to go clean my car while my, then I'm going to put my shit in the dryer and then go clean my car while my shit's in the dryer. Anyway, the whole point is you make a priority list. Yeah. You don't run back and forth like a chicken with your head cut off, which is what everybody wants to do with these problems. You want to strip away gun rights. You want to have this big gun debate. That's really a much smaller problem than other things. And the problem is we, can't tackle all these things at once. We need to prioritize. You have twenty thousand people a day buying by murder, dying by murder, and by my not a day or a year. Sorry, yeah, twenty thousand people a year dying from murder by gun, and all these laws you're trying to pass are only going to solve, in my opinion, less than five percent of those murders mm-hmm. because all those other ones are going to be gang violence, lover quarrels all kinds of other shit that people are already breaking a dozen laws before they even shoot the people. Mm -hmm. Like they don't care if you pass one or 20 more. Like they don't, how many times you hear in the gangster movies, I ain't going back. Like they don't care. Yeah. You know, and we're not prioritizing. So it's like maybe a gun debate is something we need to talk about. But until that number is the equivalent of fentanyl, like maybe we should be focusing on fentanyl problems.
1: Yeah, until it's the same number as opioids. Until
0: immigrants. the same number of people are dying by murder from guns is equal to the number of people that have to drive down fucking I25. Maybe Colorado should be focusing on its horrible fucking traffic problem. Like it's funny but it's true. Oh no, it's 100% true. How many it millions sucks of ass. Pe- exactly? How many people are like is it affecting their income? How is it affecting the city? How is it, you know, how many how many homeless people we have in this country? How many homeless people do we have that even a fucking crude person like Albert gives a shit about? Because I don't care about a homeless drug addict. But how many, there's hundreds of thousands of homeless people in this country. And I mean, yeah, I, yeah homeless facts, guarantee people that have lost their jobs and divorced. I was going to say, no. and I guarantee you more than 20,000 don't deserve to be homeless. Yeah there's probably a very large people that I think I would think deserve to be homeless. But even if you took my shitty opinion and made it law, I guarantee you're going to come up with more than 20,000 people who want the help and need the help. Mm -hmm. And, but no, we want to focus on gun laws. Um, the biggest, the next biggest thing right now they're fighting about is pistol braces. Um, I'm not a pistol brace guy. So I don't have an opinion other than the whole slippery slope analogy. Like, I don't have any pistol braces. I've never shot
1: one. All I know is I want a Scorpion Evo.
0: I don't even know what that is, dude.
1: It's I, a 9 millimeter compact fucking gun. I mean, it's it sa- cool. As fuck. it sounds
0: cool as fuck. It's badass. But I just go, like, I'm... In a P90. I'm going to side on don't ban it because it's a slippery slope, and I, I would want to know how many mass shooters are using pistol braces because I doubt it's very many of them. Yeah. And how many of those would have not committed the mass shooting if they didn't have a pistol brace. Probably zero. Because mm-hmm. if there was a guy who did it with something that had a pistol brace, well, and then he wasn't allowed to have it, I highly doubt he would have just said, I guess I won't go kill a hundred people today. It's like the whole bump stock thing. How many people own bump stocks? And how many... Well, this is for your Donald Trump fans. We call them Bump Stock Donnie for a reason. Your fit, your guys' is people who were huge Donald Trump, I mean... I had my things I really liked about Trump. I had some things I didn't like. One of those things was him pushing the ban on bump stocks. That was him. Mm -hmm. And you can die on the hill of Trump 2024 or not, but you can't ignore the fact that he took away gun rights. He may have helped some, but he definitely took away that one and it shouldn't have been taken
1: away. There was no
0: need for it. No, that guy in Vegas would have killed as many people another way. Dude, he had a fucking arsenal in that room. Exactly. So it was just, that was a political win where it's just like, we need to do something that looks good on the news. Yeah. But it, once again, all it did was affect people who want to go shoot an old refrigerator in their back 40.
1: Yeah, who wants to just waste money and ammunition?
0: Exactly. <laughs> like, you just you just screwed over law-abiding citizens because guess what? There's still been mass shootings since then. Yeah. You didn't stop them. And you didn't
1: ban my belt loop
0: next? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Speaking of that, I see the picture of a dude carrying a pistol, right? And he didn't have a holster, so he stuck his belt through the pistol, through the trigger hole. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh man. Uh, There was plenty of memes about that guy. (laughs) But, no, it... uh, I guess I wrote down here, my big problems with all the gun stuff is we're going off of muddy, murky stats. You know, Mm -hmm. they they always say shit. 50,000 year... 50,000 deaths a year to gun violence. Well, come on. Let's be honest. Half of those are suicide. And like I said, you're not stopping those people. No, they're just going to eat pills instead. Um, I don't think going off of stats is a good way to fight this argument from their side, especially because a lot of people point out the one you brought up at the beginning. There is at least 170 million legal gun owners in this country that have never hurt anybody and you want to take away all the rights for the 17 people that did hurt somebody, Mm -hmm. and that's fucked up. That's like saying, we should ban all vegetarians because one vegetarian killed his wife. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny, but that's how I see these references they make. It's true, though. Um, So the stats are a problem, and to sum up Albert's grandiose opinion on this subject, all I'm saying is, Gunfight people, kind of like how I talked about oil field people, we need to get a little cordial, a little more cordial in our arguments. Mm-hmm. We need to quit just uh, shoving shit down the throat and just maybe explain our point. Use more funny analogies like banning vegetarians because that's the equivalent. Yeah. You know, um, Be a little better at talking about it with people who may be against it. And I encourage everyone to have a, at least one firearm in their house
1: that's the, what do you, what kind of, what, what what's your weapon
0: of choice for my, someone, mine or for someone for two
1: different for, for somebody that just needs someone, one, one weapon for their, for their home.
0: Someone who is like nil experience with a firearm shotgun.
1: Yes, I agree.
0: Get a 12 gauge, keep it in your room, you know, keep it out of your kid's reach, secure it. However you feel safe securing it. Cause I'm not one to tell you, um, I have this argument with a friend lately cause I found out he doesn't have a gun safe. And I said, you waste plenty of money. Go get a gun safe. You have kids at home. Mm-hmm. Um, That's hence why my gun safe is out here in the shop. Actually, it's because I didn't want to move it in the house. And my house is small. <laughs> this is the best place to put it. But I still have firearms in the house. And I have a gun cabinet. Now, a cabinet is, like, that one is going to be, the one out here is fireproof. All the mm-hmm. good shit. The one inside is just a locking metal cabinet. And it's just to keep my kids out. Mm-hmm. But I still want it to be easily accessible if there's a emergency. Yep. So,
1: so is there a reason why you say a shotgun? Just, just for, that, um, th- for that one person that's listening that knows nothing about guns and is debating re- on a gun.
0: The reason I say shot- I have a friend who I took to buy his first gun. And I really encouraged him to buy a shotgun, but he insisted on having a pistol. Okay. And my only problem with that is pistol, shotgun is a very easy point and squeeze mm-hmm. firearm. Now, there'll be a lot of people who are way more into guns that may argue with me. And they might, they probably have a lot of good points. But the only other thing I would recommend for a first time shooter is a 22. And I just don't think 22s do enough damage.
1: Well, a 22 does damage because it doesn't leave the body. It I've also seen videos
0: of a big old fat guy getting shot with a 22 and it just bounced off his fat, thicky skin. Okay. So, so. For- granted, there's a distance issue and all that. But my thing with a shotgun is it's it's quick to. It's easy to have loaded but not chambered mm-hmm. if you're not comfortable having it chambered. It's super quick to chamber. Yeah. It's probably quicker than most pistols just because of the hand movement for unexperienced people. Unless, Someone who's really good with guns could probably outdo
1: that. And just the resistance in chambering a pistol compared to a shotgun is way less force.
0: Well, I just picture you're in the dark, you're scared. With a pistol if you're not keeping it chambered, like a semi-automatic pistol, we're not talking revolvers, but if you're talking like a semi-automatic whatever, a Glock, you have to reach your hand over the top, slide the slide back, chamber it, and then reposition your hand to get in a shoot and ready position. Where I feel with a shotgun, the chambering action, but when you're done chambering, your hand is in the shoot position already, Mm -hmm. you're not making another body movement, so I feel like unexperienced people are gonna be quicker.
1: Yes, Uh, also to go with a shotgun, Just imagine yourself being in a dark room, uh, being the intruder, and you hear the shotgun being racked. The shotgun sound alone is a very intimidating sound. That too. So if you are intruding in a house and you hear a big old...
0: Everybody knows what that sounds mean.
1: You know know exactly what it is. Certain
0: pistols are very quiet when you chamber them. Um, I'm a 1911 guy. They make lots of noise when you chamber them. So that might get the message across, but... Shotgun is a universal language that I don't think there's no one who won't know what that means. Yeah. Um, now, if you have a little more experience and you do spend some time practicing, I can I keep a semi-automatic pistol that is chambered, ready to go. That is just because maybe you have to clear a house, maybe you're going from one room to the next, whatever. To to add
1: to that one, I I recommend putting a laser on it. Yeah mainly because if it's dark and your hands aren't steady because of the adrenaline, you don't have to rely on looking down the site wherever, if you have that red dot laser sighted in, in the proper spot, you don't have to aim wherever that red dots at is where your bullets. Yeah.
0: That would also be a good, and, uh, um, I wouldn't recommend a flashlight on your gun just because that also gives the bad person an advantage. Mm -hmm. Um, no shotgun for a zero experience person for sure. Um, the other thing with a shotgun is it's it's going to do serious damage with a, like, literally just birdshot mm-hmm. is going to fucking ruin someone's day, let alone putting a couple of deer slugs in there. But birdshot's going to ruin someone enough to end the threat. But my problem with pistols, like, I had to explain to my buddy who I took to buy his, I was like, you need hollow points. And he didn't want to buy hollow points. He wanted to buy the cheap bullets. I was like, those are shooting practice bullets. I was like, the problem with a full metal jacket is you're going to shoot through your door, in your neighbor's house.
1: Yeah, it's going to go through the intruder into your neighbor's house. Exactly. And you might hit a pet, a kid, a refrigerator, you never know. So,
0: and shotgun rounds, uh, especially birdshot, is going to lose, uh, I'm not saying, I'm hesitant to say birdshot because that's not what's in mind, but let's just say you went with something that's like eight shot. It's going to lose a lot of velocity in a short distance, so you're a lot less likely to stick around through your neighbor's wall and into their house. Yeah. It, it's not going to leave your premises. It, I mean, it might, but it's not going to like a nine millimeter round. will go through two or three walls, yeah. a full metal jacket round. We can shoot a it shot, from
1: here and it's going to go a the street. Sh- a,
0: like an eight shot shotgun. Like if you're like in my house, it might go through my doorway and it might hit my neighbor's house, but it's not going to penetrate his exterior, his siding, his exterior walls, insulation, the drywall on the inside of the house, and then into his kid's bedroom. Yeah. I have a lot, that's why I say that. But then again, do some practicing with a pistol, and it could be an even better solution. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also say, if you do buy a gun, shoot the damn thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not always the greatest at that, but practice, practice, practice. Yeah, it's something I need to that. do better at too, um, because I have like I have a new everyday carry gun that I have not shot yet. Um, Where'd it go? All right. Slacking hard, <laughs> but. I'm very comfortable with it cuz I am familiar with the platform, I'm familiar with the round. So, and I drive for a living, so when it comes to everyday carry, that's another thing I recommend to everyone. I think every woman should carry a gun, every dude should carry a gun, every grown up should be carrying because a armed society makes for a polite society because you're a lot less likely to, just look at you can go look at statistics of uh what do you call that when you get robbed on the street, muggings. Yeah. everywhere yep. the high, the states with the highest people who carry are the states with the lowest of those types of crimes because like, are you going to go mug someone in rural Texas? Are you going to mug someone in New York city? That's very true. (laughs) You know, people know there's a reason criminals aren't all dumb. So I always say everyday carry, shoot your everyday carry as much as you can. I, uh, I would also recommend classes if people can get access to classes, but if you can't get access to classes, you at least got to put rounds out. Um, that's That about sums up like what I think you should do. Yeah. But aside from that, the only other thing is if you're against anything, go research it a lot harder before you make your opinions because, like you pointed out with that background checklist, a lot of the things you're demanding are already in place. Mm-hmm. Like Joe Blow can't walk into Walmart and buy a fucking machine gun. <laughs> <laughs> like Some people really think that's a thing. It's like, no, that's not how it works at all. Gun show loopholes, we now have to do background checks at gun shows. You can't just go to a gun show and buy 87 guns. No. You have to do a background check, just like everywhere else. That's a that's a law that actually is here in Colorado. Where, like, if I wanted to give you a firearm as a gift here in Colorado, we'd actually have to go down to an FFL and you'd have to do a background check.
1: Yeah, we have to do a transfer.
0: Yep, other states, that's not the case. Mm-hmm. I'm against that. Against transferring? Yeah. The yeah because well it, the background checks because it's in my view it's my property. I should be able to give it to whoever I want.
1: Oh, okay. But then at the I mean at the same time, say. I bought a gun from you. I went out and shot somebody. It now falls back on you because it's registered to you.
0: What gun registry? It's illegal in our state. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I, I get the argument for it. Yeah. That's why I'm I'm not going to die on that hill, but if it was up to me, I'd get rid of that because yeah. I, I do think it infringes on, if I don't want to go pay full price on the store and my gun, my buddy John over here has an old 45. He hasn't shot in three years and, wants to invest money in something else and says, Hey, I'll sell you this gun. I should be able to like go buy it. I should be able to buy it from yeah. him without anyone saying anything. Cause it's a constitutional right. Because I'm a citizen in this country. Mm-hmm. So,
1: and if you want to come argue with us or just come out and learn, let us know and we'll come, we'll do this conversation again with you.
0: Yeah. This is definitely an argument of opinions. Yeah. Um, don't come out here if you want to do a fact-based argument, because at the end of the day, I think that's the other issue I see when everyone argues this, everyone, Guess they're facts from different sources and you can't trust everything you read on the internet every pro gun guy is going to find stats to back him up and every anti-gun person is going to find all the stats to back them up so
1: it's the same why is bacon good why is bacon
0: bad yeah he's what do they say you got to agree on a set of rules before you do it so it's like you if you have opinions and you want to come say this is why i think albert shouldn't be carrying a gun everywhere or shouldn't have a shotgun in his house because he has kids whatever i Mm. will say on the kids thing teach your kids My kid is deathly scared to touch my gun as he should be until I tell him he's not until I tell him he doesn't have to be anymore, Mm -hmm. but he's too young to be able to do anything with it. So you can go in my house and hold a gun to my kid and he won't touch it. He says, no, I'm not allowed to. So teach your kids that and it won't be a problem either.
1: Very nice. Well,
0: you ready to wrap it up? This is going to be one of our longest episodes. I like it.
1: Runtimes are up there. I like it, but yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, it's a good talking point. There's a lot of things that can be learned from it, and you know, a lot of different opinions and just different viewpoints. So, I mean, it's definitely a conversation that can be had again, oh yeah, and constantly being had. It,
0: exactly, it's going to go on forever. Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing I tell, I like to tell people is who are anti-gun is. Every gun owner isn't some drunk hillbilly shooting in the sky and letting bullets fall down from the sky through his neighbor's roof. Mm-hmm. There is my wife at the grocery store with her two kids just making sure there's no problems. Yep. So think of that. Like, we're not <laughs> we're not all crazies. Nope, we're not. Crazy methods.
1: So with that being said, if you guys enjoy the episode, let us know. Um, we appreciate all feedback. And like Albert mentioned at the beginning of this, this was a recommendation from a friend. So if you have something that you want us to talk on, just let us know in which you can... Let us know on any social medias. We have TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all those. The clickable links are in the show notes, and we're still going to be doing a giveaway. Which so this is we're just warming you up, basically, is what we're doing. We're but we're trying to butter you up, letting you know it's happening. So the more you you can practice on sharing and interacting with us, because when it happens, it's going to be an interaction interaction based contest. So just start working towards that. If you want something that we have for fun or for for funsies for realsies whatever it is just let us know
0: it's gonna be a fun gift guys don't yeah. think we're giving away a fucking truck or ten thousand yeah, dollars or something. we barely
1: just bought headphones the other day come on right. look at us
0: <laughs> and we definitely went for the budget-friendly ones
1: yeah so i mean we enjoy doing this for you guys i mean it's, it's more for us because it's just a hobby thing but obviously in the future we want it to be more so we need your help to get there yep. and that following is going is not it's not going to be forgotten when it happens definitely not
0: the interactions and the subjects because i'm not gonna lie guys i probably did more research on this subject than i did fucking half a high school It's kind of like as annoying as it is it's kind of fun too to be like oh this is what people want to hear let me look into this some more
1: yeah i was out golfing and you sent me the pictures of your research like bro i'm jesus i <laughs> i've have, i've have work to do <laughs> yeah. it,
0: it was a rabbit hole i definitely dived into so yeah there, if you got some more good ones we're definitely open to hearing about them
1: agreed yeah and with that being said you know i guess we'll just catch you on the next one
0: for sure guys laters